So I'm Nicholas Bornozis, president of Capital Inc. And I'm delighted uh, to welcome uh, Axel Siegman, the managing director of Bremen Navis, who is going to give us a presentation on debt financing strategies uh, available to the international and to the Chinese uh, shipping community. Uh, Axel is going to take us through a variety of options and um, I thank him for being with us and sharing his insight. Again, today's event is a global event uh, and uh, we look forward to um, Axel's uh, remarks and presentation. Thank you. Yeah, Nicolas, thank you very much for the kind introduction and uh, for the invitation to um, this presentation and welcome everybody uh, following um, this um, conference here. I'm uh, next 15 minutes uh, would like to give you a very short introduction of what we do and then uh, take you through different financing options available uh, to ship owners. I myself, I've been in this business for 25 years now, founded Navis Corporate Finance and we merged it into Bremer, one of the leading listed stock uh, ship broking firms stock listed in London. Um, so actually this company Bremer Navis emerged um, in 2017 out of the merger of an integrated um, ship broking firm and Navis Corporate Finance was actually founded in 2009 as a company focusing on helping financing solution, first of all, in a restructuring environment, but over the years um, uh, spreading across the globe with today offices in Hamburg, London, Athens and Singapore, helping clients in all sorts of um, situation um, to raise financing uh, on the debt side, on the equity side in order to uh, finance um, projects. Um, yeah, I, we, um, the other subjects that we effectively work on are transaction advisory services. So we help people also to acquire entire businesses, um, selective assets. Uh, we've been focusing a lot on large debt portfolio transaction, which I will come back to uh, in a second. And uh, also restructuring services um, have been a core business since um, our foundation. Um, the background um, of this presentation and why we believe it's actually quite a topical subject to talk about it is that um, the access to bank financing gets extremely limited, um, especially in Europe, uh, a number of banks have basically withdrawn from the market, downsized their portfolios or have um, started a strategy where they really focus on selective core clients only, uh, which leaves especially medium-sized chip owners with a not corporate structure in need for to look at alternative financing solutions. Um, uh, the financing of new buildings has become more difficult with uh, basically financing during the building phases being partly unavailable. So it's really worthwhile to look um, at the options. On the other hand, uh, we see an interesting development that other sources of financing have emerged since a number of years, Chinese leasing, of course, has um, become a very, very important player, uh, but also credit funds um, and um, basically driven by, by private equity firms, by hedge funds um, have seen a strong growth. And I'm, in a few seconds, I'm will give you a short overview of uh, what is the current uh, status uh, on this. So we shall briefly examine a little bit what the market has been uh, doing over the last few years. Uh, if we look towards the last three years, of course, 
bank financing um, in terms of volume continues to be the largest source of financing, but um, the trend is clearly it's, 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 it's downsizing, um, partly by repayment, partly by selling off um, large loan portfolios. Um, and quite to the contrary, we've seen um, Chinese leasing companies and leasing companies in generally um, grabbing up a bigger uh, market share year on year. Um, and also the credit funds uh, significantly expanding um, primarily through acquisition of um, larger loan portfolios. Um, if we look effectively at uh, the breakdown here to the right, uh, we see um, that there's only a selective number of banks that have expanded their portfolios um, over the last few years, but also a fair amount of uh, banks uh, with shrinking portfolios, whereas the Chinese leasing firms have experienced um, a steady growth. Um, alternative financing is a rough estimate. I must highlight that. It's very hard to um, trace accurate numbers. Um, but we've tried to uh, break this down by looking at deals that have been done over the last few years that have been public in which we were partly involved. And, and but, but the main driver of, of the expansion is really um, loan portfolio um, acquisitions um, of, of banks that partly sold billions um, in one transaction and that, uh, that were bought by these um, credit and, and hedge funds. Um, if we look towards what are then ultimately the options um, to uh, the various uh, market um, participants, um, it's worthwhile to look at what different options are still in ship financing today. Um, if we start at the large international banks, um, one can state that their lending policy happens to be actually quite restrictive and they focus clearly on, on top tier clients. Loan to value ratios um, tend to be from the conservative side 60%, but for top clients, uh, 90% um, can be achieved. We've also for, for, for really top, top, top tier blue chip clients, um, we've seen financings of 100%, um, but that is usually backed by really a large corporate structure very strong employment figures, um, cargo. So a situation which for, let's say, the overwhelming number of ship owners is, um, is hard to achieve. Margins can be extremely low. Um, I beg pardon that I refrain a little bit from commenting on the precise levels during these presentations. Um, uh, but low uh, meaning that, that uh, it's, it's really in the range that um, um, I would say start at around 100 basis points and, and then, then move slightly higher. Um, the volume that they provide can sometimes be, be, be fairly large, even though the most largest transaction actually get placed through consortium deals. But it's an absolute um, essential requirement that, um, you know, these, that there is a, a corporate structure or a private banking angle, meaning that um, uh, these clients um, uh, have also a private banking relationship, has other, have other assets with, with these uh, banks. So that um, relationship and size are really very important drivers. The security concept is the very traditional one. You know, it's, it's, it's recourse, it's corporate guarantees um, that are provided. And um, in, in so far, that is uh, familiar from what we've been observing in the market now for, for, for many, many years. Um, those banks have the tendency to focus on vessels that for sure shouldn't be older than, than 15 years old. Um, 
and, um, and, and it, but it includes uh, new buildings. In some rare cases, of course, to corporate clients, uh, pre-deliver financing is available, uh, even though with, you know, our observation is that happens to be the exception. And in terms of profile, I would say it usually stops at an 18-year profile. Tenors for banks are usually two to 10 years. Uh, there is, of course, as always, as in any of these criteria, there are exceptions. Um, uh, but uh, also for banks, refinancing US dollars in the very long term gets increasingly expensive. So I would say the normal in today's market is probably somewhere between five and seven years. Um, Chinese leasing companies, especially in the new building environment, play a very, very important role, but um, they are also conservative in the way that they focus on, 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 on corporate structures, core clients, they love listed businesses, uh, loan to values, um, uh, we observe are 70 to 90%. There have been cases potentially with higher um, uh, figures, but, but they are relatively rare. Margins are also um, uh, quite uh, competitive, I would say probably a little higher than large international banks. And that's partly driven because these leasing companies do seek indeed refinancing from a lot of commercial banks as uh, uh, far as their own funding is concerned. Uh, but they can do extremely large volumes. Um, they sometimes do. I mean, they, there's a variety of leasing companies. I would say the big companies love uh, large deals. But there's also smaller leasing companies that then naturally focus on smaller transactions and that happen to support especially certain new building activities as uh, these leasing companies happen to be related also to the, uh, to the respective um, shipyards. Um, the security concept is of course that they actually own the asset. Um, that is something that, for example, certain um, European ship owners actually dislike. Uh, they like to be the owners themselves. So we see a little bit of a controversy in terms of structural requirement and, 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 and uh, on both ends. Um, but usually the covenant is actually quite light. Um, age restrictions, I mean, as I said, they, they, uh, leasing companies usually like young vessels. Um, as always, there's a few exceptions. And in terms of profile, um, the interesting thing is it's also, I would say, can be 18 years, up to 18 years, but, but, but um, the tenor sometimes can actually be interesting. So uh, we've seen structures up to 15 years, which is, of course, um, very, very supportive um, for ship owners and liner companies that uh, would like to take a very, very long-term view. Um, in that context, it's important to also um, uh, mention basically the uh, governmental export banks, which have been set up by the governments to support, especially new building activities. Um, they also sometimes can be quite aggressive on, on leverage. And of course, as these are government uh, driven entities, they can be extremely competitive on the margin. Um, on volume, they are flexible. Uh, but we find that they also clearly focus on, uh, as, as, as other banks also do, on, on corporate structures. Um, so uh, the distinguishing factor of, of um, these government export banks is that they partly can be involved in pre-delivery financing, which is a scare good to find in today's financing markets. So that's uh, really one of their, their strengths. Um, and in terms of profile, I would say, yes, uh, 15 years, uh, we have heard of discussions with longer profiles, but um, 
uh, you know, the 15 years should um, basically serve as a rule of thumb looking at these. Um, so these sources are relatively restricted and most of the medium-sized chip owners, you know, find it hard um, to qualify except for they have a long-standing um, uh, relationship uh, to these banks, regard some of the core banks as their relationship banks. Um, the rest of the market uh, basically needs uh, to look towards uh, the other available sources. And there's still a number of niche specialized banks that really focus nearly exclusively on, on, on shipping. Uh, we find that they usually are more conservative on, on, on leverage. Um, they are quite aware that they are niche banks and uh, they serve a clientele that basically wasn't able to secure financing with some of the larger banks. This is why uh, they basically charge also slightly higher margins. Um, the volume that you can find with these banks is, is also um, more limited. Um, so they like smaller to medium-sized um, deals. And um, in terms of structural requirements, it's actually interesting. Some clearly favor and still require corporate structure, uh, but some niche banks also um, uh, do get involved in uh, non-recourse structures and, and, and let's say also the traditional model ship financing. Um, uh, some sort of guarantee is of course always highly appreciated, whether it's a corporate guarantee or partly a personal guarantee. Um, but um, if the leverage is actually low, some of these banks um, actually can uh, be there without a strong um, guarantee. In terms of uh, uh, vessel age restrictions um, uh, and, and, and profiles and so forth, it's, it's um, as uh, typical as of any other banks. A peculiar situation are the Greek banks. Um, uh, who are actually quite active um, these days. Um, for, let's say, most of our international viewers of this uh, forum, uh, the bad news is they really do focus on, on, on Greek clients. It's uh, very much relationship driven. Um, you know, in terms of leverage, they also uh, tend to be more on the conservative side. You know, 70% is actually not very frequently observed. Um, margin level is uh, medium by the sheer fact that they also need to find the US dollars and have to pay their prices. Um, there are not too many natural deposits um, that they can collect. Deal volumes are more smaller, yeah, so we see them financing a ship or two, um, but for large transactions, um, uh, that's, that's, that's not their core strengths. Um, and in so far, uh, I would say here uh, worthwhile to notice for Greek owners, uh, you know, a great source for the international owners and then probably for this foreign, we can keep this rather brief. What has emerged over the last few years is an increasing number of um, other leasing companies or I would say financing institutions that um, offer financing to the market via a lease structure. Um, they clearly regard it as beneficial of uh, taking ownership of the vessel and they hope that in terms of trouble that um, puts them into a favorable position that they uh, do not have to go through a difficult fight in terms of non-performance of, um, uh, of uh, yeah, the counterparty and in so far they actually um, sometimes uh, do dare to be aggressive with most of structures where um, loan to value wise up to 90 percent were provided the margin level here is clearly more on the high side as it's a dedicated product um, to catch those owners 
that couldn't find financing from any of the other sources um, I've, I've, I've already mentioned. Um, Volume-wise, some of them have actually a deeper pocket. I would say that they can do extra large transactions, but it's 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 a changing environment, and and we see more and more um, players uh, uh, also with um, uh, strong funding backgrounds um, entering the scene here. Um, so the medium stated here, I would say, is an average. Um, I wouldn't exclude that there's um, also uh, one or the other player that can actually provide uh, financing for the acquisition of entire fleets. Um, there's no rule for real um, structural requirement other than you know that it's a lease. So so the leasing company actually takes um, ownership of the asset. Um, uh, but uh, on the other hand, uh, you know, if, especially on higher leverage, there tends to be a complex accompanying package of different ratios in terms of, of covenants. Uh, vessel age restriction, I would say most of the players um, favor vessels that are younger than 12 years, but uh, there's also some uh, niche players that have uh, uh, taken uh, a specialty position to finance um, vintage tonnage, which you know, can be 15 years of age or even older. Yeah. So there's a few, uh, uh, depending on, on the international environment, there's, there's a few players that have uh, tax optimization schemes for their investors in the background, and they actually like old vessels that um, uh, depreciate um, quickly uh, down to scrap value. Um, and, and therefore, naturally, in terms of profile, um, they can be extremely competitive. We've seen you know, leasing companies offering profiles of, of more than 20 years. Um, and, and uh, but on the tenor, we really see a limit um, up to 10 years. 10 years for most of them is actually already quite long-term money. Most of the structures happen to be shorter term. Um, last but not least, um, uh, credit funds are, uh, you know, very interesting, um, uh, uh, basically market players. Um, as I already mentioned, uh, their strength has been buying loan portfolios, but um, certain players also went into the direct lending business. They can also be very aggressive, um, lending up to 90%, but the margin level is, is actually quite high. Um, it's not rare to observe um, all-in financing costs of 9 to 12% on an annual basis. Um, but in terms of volume, it can be anything. There's players that, you know, likes financing vessel by vessel, small situations. And then there's players that say, you know, they love situations, 250 million US dollars or even larger. Um, so uh, that is really a very, very broad spectrum with also new uh, uh, players, you know, entering the market basically, I would say on a quarterly basis. Uh, you can't really say that there's a certain structural requirement. A lot of structures are, are tailor-made and different funds have um, different structures. The good news is um, some people are actually focused on non-recourse structures. They really focus on the asset. Mind that um, some of them actually don't mind what we call a loan-to-own structure. So for them providing a loan with a high coupon you know, is also the starting point for becoming the vessel owner in one or two years time. But that is clearly one needs to carefully distinguish because there's also a variety of funds that do explicitly not want to take ownership if it can be avoided. And we've seen them basically participating in, you know, a situation that turned non-performing in actually quite a cooperative manner, avoiding to take ownership. Um, but they tend to be very flexible. And in so far, I would say on most of the things, there's no rule, except that 
on tenor they are shorter than uh, the rest um, of, of uh, the financing providers. Um, so I would say two to five years is the norm. Seven years is um, actually um, the longer exception. Yeah, I mean, if we want to summarize it a little bit, um, I would say that, um, yeah, the traditional government-driven uh, sources tend to be more uh, restrictive in terms of lending policy. And then uh, the more specialized it gets in terms of uh, niche strategy uh, from the capital provider side, the more it gets into uh, taking risk at, at, at also higher margin. Uh, the less restrictive um, are the lending uh, uh, criteria um, and, and the higher can be uh, the loan uh, to value, but it clearly comes along at a price. So as um, uh, an owner that is uh, basically, um, you know, considering what his financing options are, I think the first careful assessment that you need to do is how can you structure your business um, and your project as to move it um, to the left side of the page. So meaning more towards the traditional financing sources um, and the less options that you actually have and the more risk you also need to take, um, the more you end up uh, basically to the right um, with uh, innovative uh, leasing companies and also uh, with um, credit funds. So um, I would say, if you look at bank financing, clearly um, the opportunity is that it can be extremely price competitive. Uh, it's interested in a long-term relationship and, and, and the owner actually remains uh, the owner. The downside is banks easily these days have concentration limits. Um, the lending structures are increasingly restrictive, also partly driven by regulators uh, becoming uh, extremely tough with shipping banks. Uh, so there is unfortunately a very um, uh, tough selection core clients only. Um, and this is why actually we see bank financing um, permanently declining in terms of uh, market share in the lending space. Um, Chinese leasing, um, anybody that doesn't mind basically somebody else owning a ship and that can actually get ch um, uh, Chinese uh, lease financing, uh, basically can take advantage of you know, attractive pricing um, decent leverage um, and, and also, you know, you can find volume there, but the downside is not everybody qualifies. Um, so if you don't have a corporate structure and you don't want to create a corporate structure, um, very hard to get it. And, and of course, uh, it's, it's a rigid scheme where, you know, you either you, you fit to the occasion or you simply just don't get it. I would also say you need a little bit more time in order to negotiate a deal with a Chinese leasing company um, as they have a very formal and rigid investment process um, uh, that if you are under time pressure, you need to be move extremely quick, let's say, you know, in, in, in four weeks time um, in terms of timing, the process just doesn't fit to um, the financing need. Um, that is clearly the strength of some credit funds. Um, we've seen credit funds basically, you know, from the first approach until paying out the money, it has been done in, 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 in four weeks time. Uh, they are used to work under time pressure. And in so far, in terms of acquisition financing, if you want to basically um, catch an opportunity where you need to move extremely fast and commit, um, this is why some people actually like to work with credit funds. 
they say we don't mind taking expensive capital for for two years we appreciate the flexibility the speed um and then um if basically they have two years time um to go for uh, uh let's say in terms of margin um a more attractive refinancing options and they can actually build up structures that then would also fit to to getting a different type and, and a cheaper financing in place and so far i would say that um any of these um um structures has, has its certain merit, has its justification for be around. Um, my conclusion on ship financing alternatives, there is lots of capital available. We shouldn't be afraid of especially debt financing, lease financing no longer uh, being available to the shipping market. Uh, but we need to be prepared that um, it's, uh, you know, there's different pockets that fit to a certain situation and that there is risk adjusted pricing um, more than probably 15 years ago. Um, and in so far, uh, food for thought, uh, how uh, to carefully select um, the best pocket that uh, fits to ship owners financing needs. Yeah, I would say that is, uh, uh, you know, very short summary here from, from, from our side, of course, with uh, uh, Bremer Navas, we would love to support you um, in understanding, especially those um, more uh, new forms of financing if you happen to tap into them. Um, as I said, for example, there's some players that go for loan-to-own strategy. Maybe you would carefully want to avoid ending up financing with them from the outside. Sometimes hard to understand, but if you've worked you know, with some of them for, for a number of years, um, you can also help the owner uh, to, to avoid a few pitfalls, um, also in the terms of, of how you negotiate the documentation with them. And in so far, um, I would say the, the optimistic news, uh, piece of news from the financing front is um, financing is available, uh, but make your homework prior to basically uh, tapping into the market and make the best selection according to the structure um, that you uh, can make available. Nicholas, that's it from my side. Thank well, you very much for you. the opportunity. Well, thank you very much.